Uh, do you guys remember the episode of Shining Time Station where Schemer, like, attaches a nickel to a piece of string and drops it in the jukebox, and then the people who live inside the jukebox are, like, tugging back and forth on it with him? Uh, yeah, thanks. Hey, everybody. Welcome to YKS. Mike, how's it going over there in your neck of the woods? Mike lives in the woods, everyone. It's going uh, pretty well over here, JF. Uh, it is the end of the world. Uh, we have formed, a uh, few of us in the neighborhood have formed different factions. Uh, there there okay. are lower like houses, like on uh, Gamer Thrones. And they're, they're, yeah. uh, we are at war with each other, but it's looking pretty good for our, our guys. Okay. Which are, and your guys are what? Like, do you guys have, like, a flag, or do you guys have, like, a, a motto or something that you kind of rally under? Yeah, our uh, flag has a big skull on it because we're, like, the bad guys or whatever. We're called the... Uh, oh, no. We're called the crazy bad guys, and we're crazy and we'll mess you up. Didn't take your stuff, and we want all of your stuff. You know, I don't know if you guys thought about this. I don't know if this was in the meeting or a memo or something, but a lot of times what happens with the bad guys is that they do end up uh, being vanquished uh, by the end of the whole thing. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, but it's pretty good, like, up till uh, oh, yeah. we get our comeuppance. And then it's like... Yeah, don't get me wrong. You guys are in for several, uh, you know, years worth of just absolute mayhem kicking ass like drinking like big jugs of grog and like yeah going like ha you know like that kind of shit is going to be so dope for a while i just think i just wonder if in the end maybe it catches up with you a little bit and you do all you know die or like explode or like turn into ash or you have to like become like uh like the the you have to like be the slaves of the good guys, which is kind of like well, if they're good guys, why do they have slaves? But still, the moral quandary is not really as important as the fact that you you will lose, yeah. you will lose basically, you know. Yeah, but so like, uh, I might get I might get away with it. So, a lot of times at the end, there's one shot of like the very cowardly guy who does get away. Yeah, like the one bug that squirms away in like a horror movie is just. Yeah. <laughs> Living to fight another day as a bug. I'm the bug. <laughs> the bug that got away, Mike Hale. Um, Mike, uh, we're doing good over here, too. Thanks for asking. Um, I've just got all this paperwork. Yeah. I've got to go through, you know, every day. It seems like I'm waking up and doing more papers. You know, you need so that's been sort of filing cabinets with the. Uh... Right. You know. With what? papers inside of it okay right yes and then i can put more papers in yeah right now i i'm right there with you um i'll look into that you know it's getting hard to buy stuff now because of just i guess the you know the whole everything that's happening so people will buy stuff they'll say where's my stuff and you know i just don't i almost don't even want to get into that because it, it is so hard i mean 
I mean, look, I'm 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 very sympathetic to everyone's plights and everyone's woes and everything. But I pay for Amazon Prime, and it's some of the stuff should be next day or same. It's not even same day that I'm grumpy about. It's some of the stuff should be next day or two day, sure, max. And it's like I'm waiting a, a week, two weeks on you know the back scratcher. That is pretty annoying, and I actually have. I have, you know, sometimes you can add to subscribe and save. I put the back scratcher on subscribe and save. So I should be getting a back scratcher every three weeks. Uh, and I just toss out the old one because uh, it's got all of my back juice on it by then. Yeah. So I just, I, I'm getting pissed. I'm more, I'm like, okay, I already threw away my back scratcher. Uh, where's my new one? Have I just got an itchy back over here now? It's, yeah. uh, I don't know how they expect us to live like this, obviously. But. You know, being the type of survivor that I am, considering that I have gone this far with this type of stress, I think I'll just continue to basically be a winner and come out on top. I don't know. It is, uh, with, uh, without hyperbole, without exaggeration, it is the worst thing that's ever happened to anyone, the, the shipping times on the Prime stuff. Yeah. I mean, just... No, you're... When, when are we as a country going to be able to talk about it? I don't know. I think everyone's pretty upset right now about it. Um, I saw a lot of protests going on at the different, like, state capitals and stuff, and it seemed like they were pretty mad about the Amazon Prime shipping. Um, I did see a couple of signs that were like, you know, you charged my card, you should be at my front door. Um, and so you can kind of see where they're coming from, certainly, even if it is not the most artful slogan. I think it speaks from a place of passion. So I, you know, I hope they get what they're, you know, what they're after. You charge my card. I'm at your front door. It doesn't even rhyme. Just say something about the your front yard or something like that. It's an easy miss for them. It's a big but, time uh, whiff. Yeah, a lot of them were still like in their cars, so maybe the the windows were rolled up and muffled. I couldn't really hear what they were saying. I was there. Um, Mike, there is something else that happened in the news, other than all this stuff, and other than, of course, Michael Jackson passing away, which. You know, we're still thinking about, of course. What? Yeah. The King Michael of Jackson Pop? is gone. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, he's gone, you know, and no matter what, you know, some of the other stuff that happened was <sighs> with him, you have to admit, at the end of the day, this guy was sort of absolutely up there dancing and singing. Like, you know, a comp- <laughs> Yeah, that's just now finding out about it. Yeah, and the whole hair on fire stuff. You know, ultimately that what? was what took him down. Yeah, <laughs> his hair got caught on fire, Mike. Um, you you saw you saw this thing. You were reading you were reading Business Insider, of course. I know as you normally do. You have Business Insider Pro. Uh huh. So this came across for you pretty early on in the cycle, but it was something about a smart crib. Yeah, I thought this was funny. It was a. Uh, uh, it's not. It's not really. I guess funny because. Uh... Well, you have to have a pretty dark sense of humor to find any of this stuff funny. You know? Yeah. Uh, By the uh, way, guys, you're not listening to the Three Stooges radio, okay? This is actually, we're actually kind of talking about some serious, it's not just, you know, if you open up this podcast player and expect to have a, a flower squirt water in your face, you are in the wrong neighborhood, okay? This first is, uh, off, you, this is how the fuck do you think that would even work? Yeah. Stupid. Opening up a fucking... Are you fucking stupid? If you, ex- if you expect it, it's not even all that funny, is it? Yeah. Is it? You're just getting 
Oh, you knew your face was going to get wet. You had the towel ready and everything. You're not, I mean. At that point, it feels sexual. At that point, it feels like you are manipulating the situation to get water squirted in your face. Which is fine if if that's how you nut. I think it is fine. Yeah, I think it's actually, I think we should encourage people who are nutting because of uh, there's a big bucket and it looks like they're going to get sprayed with water, but then it's actually confetti that comes out of the bucket. I think if people, if that's how you get rock hard and blow a load, I think we should encourage that. That's if, fine. If the only way that you can squirt is if a guy is pulling several handkerchiefs out of your puss. Yeah. Then, you know, then whatever. Look, it takes a lot of different people to do, to live in the world or whatever. And, you know, that's a special type of person. But this thing was something different, you said. This thing wasn't was some of the clown stuff we were just talking about? Uh, $1,300 smart crib was discovered to be vulnerable to a hack that would rapidly rock babies back and forth. Now, it's a funny image, right? Your baby, not supposed to be... It's about as funny as someone saying, like, uh, oh, there's a fire in the uh, maternity ward or something like that, you know? Oh, yeah, that is funny. But... Because uh, so- oh, all the babies would be dead, so that's no good. Yeah, you'd have to think, you know, that's the worst place you would want. Oh, yeah, that's the last place I'd want the fire to be. I mean, look, if I'm in charge of where the fire goes, it's not. I mean, that's not even. Yeah. I I don't even think that's that's on the table. Could we please put it, I don't know, in the fireplace where fires belong? For starters, yeah, let's try fireplace and then go from there. If that's not going to work, I would say, you know, as far away from people as possible, maybe the North Pole, because it's like, well, what are you going to catch on fire there? That almost seems like a win out of the gate, you know? And you, let me run that by me again. You want to put, you want to put the fire where? Well, I think for the purposes of this, it has to go actually inside the maternity ward. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. Just an, ex- Look. just an extended, just an extended thing for me and you. <laughs> I think a lot of people will like that. Yeah, this is this is funny, Mike. This is um, the this does seem like a self parody. This seems like it's something that's not actually real. But you said you saw it in Business Insider. Yeah, and it's a uh, thirteen hundred dollar internet connected crib. It's designed to be as safe as possible for babies and comes with built-in features that reduce the risk of sudden infant death syndrome. That's one you want to avoid for sure. Uh, the new findings show the security perils associated with internet-enabled smart devices. These are just the bullet points from the article. Yeah, um, like so- Happiest Baby is the name that did the the company that did this. It's called the Snoo Smart Bassinet, and the vulnerabilities were patched, guys. So you know, no worries, and nobody got hurt. Yeah. But they could have. They could have been, huh? I guess what you. He'd uh, hack into the mainframe and then change the rock value or something like that, huh? Uh, yeah, well, I think, I guess the hacker would probably have, like, a physical knob on their desk <laughs> that they would <laughs> be turning crank, up and it says all the way. <laughs> rock speed. Yeah, and it would say max, and you could kind of tell that they actually did turn it past max. Um, and, of course, a big siren goes off at HQ, Power so that's overload. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> Warning, are you sure you want to rock baby this fast? You know, and the guy says yes cuz he doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't fucking give a shit. He's He's a goddamn uh one of these anarchists or something, you know. Baby anarchist. Yeah, oh, there's the there's the twist actually. It's a baby doing it. 
That yeah. could be funny for Boss hates Baby a, Show. I'd write for that show. Yeah. I'd write for Boss Baby the TV show. A baby's a baby serial killer, not like not like a chunky, like a different like a right. different type of baby. Not like a, a different baby type. Annie Bell, not like chunky, but like a different like a real like an actual baby. But he's pissed off about something. He's mad. Yeah, and uh, you I guess you'd have to tread really carefully not to make that seem very cute and funny. But I think if you got the right guy, if you got like Lee Wanell in there, maybe it would be you could kind of strike the right tone of a baby who does want to yeah. like cut your throat, and that could be kind of like scary. Why are you? Why Although, are you mad? <laughs> I do, I do sort of have the same feeling about babies that I do about Chunky Doll. Is that if they if they came at me, mm, okay? Yeah. I mean, look, hey, we're cool. You want to do your own thing? We're cool. But if you come at me. You know, I'm gonna have to end this real quick. You know what I'm saying? You, like, I'm you getting think you my... could take Chunky on one on one. Absolutely. Okay, he's armed. You're not. You're in the bathtub. You don't. Yeah. You don't know he's there. You don't know he even exists. You've never heard of it before in your life. Okay. So I'm thinking if I if he's in my home, I'm thinking he's a doll that's just normal doll style. Yeah, classic uh, Chucky Child play setup right. where you don't. You're like, oh, I bought this little doll because I like. I like playing with dolls. I bought this at the corner store that was gone the next day. Yeah. Okay. And I bring him home. So he gets one I good do- attack in while you're in the tub. Off, yeah. Because you're like caught off guard, right? And then you're freaking out. And you got nothing. Yeah. Do you think you could survive like one of these one of these babes in one of these 80s uh, movies they got? I do, think, I do think I have the, I do have survival skills, number one. I do think I have a passion for life, a verve that. Do you have? Do you have actual survival skills? Because I have, I have zero survival. I would love to have some. Yeah, but I have, well, like, I have like starting a fire it. and like getting water out of yeah. the sky and stuff. I yeah. can do all that. I'm so yeah. stupid. I do sometimes do sort of the mental game of like, what if you were like, um, you remember that Martin Lawrence movie Black Knight? Yeah. I kind of think of like, what if I was Black Knight? And I had to go back in, into the medieval times mm-hmm. and I had to prove to them that I was, you know, from the future and I was like a good guy and they shouldn't kill me or whatever. It's just, Would it's I just, be able you, to do it's it? just you in a backwards ball cap with a big Tweety Bird jacket <laughs> and you're back there. And I'm like, check this out. I know how to do, I know how to use a phone. And they're like, uh, what's a phone? I'm like, oh, crap. Here uh, we go. Looking at the camera. <laughs> Yeah, I think I would take out Chunky Doll pretty good. I, I, if he tried to come at me, I, I would just I would just say for his sake, I hope he does um, like the taste of my size nine and a half Timberlands. Um, <laughs> you know, that's all I can say for that little man. He can't weigh that much, right? So he jumps at you, and then you got you. What is he going to do? Like nothing. He's got a knife. He's got a knife, but I d- I think I could get stabbed and still be okay. I don't know if that's crazy. Do you think? Do you think if you got stabbed, you'd be okay? I do. I hate getting hurt so much. I don't know. Really? I'd be like fuck. I'd be so pissed off at getting hurt. You know. But you would channel that into rage, so like rip his head off of his body. I'd, very st- I'd start crying immediately, and I would uh, say like my I would say mommy, mommy. You, you know? would say mommy. Okay. I think I would probably just be the guy from that uh, from that image online where he goes, what are you going to do, stab me? And then he gets stabbed. I think that would probably just be me. 
but I would survive it. I don't think I could. I don't, I don't think one knife is enough to take me out. I just don't. Yeah. Um, but you know, some guy, some guy out. listening to this and his fucking hovels. Like, so we'll see about that, Mister Farrar. <laughs> sharpening the knife on the big <laughs> knife sharpening wheel or whatever. <laughs> it's actually, I think it's actually better if the knife is sharp. I don't know, but like I said, I'm not. I'm never going to find out. I, first of all, I would dodge it immediately. Yeah. Okay. I would disarm the attacker. You would slow down time, obviously, and you would. Right. Well, that makes it so much easier to deal with if you just slow down time. <laughs> so I guess I would do that probably. Um. All right. Well, we're not going to do an update on old Kickstarter because you said you don't you don't like that segment anymore. You're done with it. Um. So let's do something else. Isn't that nice? Don't you like hearing that? Yeah, I like hearing it because I enjoy uh, filth and potty humor. I really, okay, have, I really enjoy it a lot. Okay, so that did hit for you then. And I'm not being sarcastic. Okay, sounds good. I'm glad you liked it. Um, Mike, let's do the Dookie list. Come on now. What is the Dookie list? If you've not heard the Dookie list before, because we haven't done it in a while on... You know, our main episodes here, we do them on YKS Premium from time to time, um, but we do want to put some people on the Dookie list who deserve it. And this is sort of what people say, oh, you're on my shit list or whatever. And that's that's sort of inspired by what we initially started calling Dookie list. And some people took it and made it a little bit nastier than it needed to be, in my opinion. You know where that comes from? I looked this up when we created the uh, uh, segment back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, this comes from back in the uh, cowboy times. The cowboys would make a list of uh, guys that they wanted to take a shit on. Okay, as a as a matter of uh, laying out the plans to do in the next town that they rustled cattle through, you know. So they would keep this list. It was called the shit list. It was like actually kind of a nice thing. It was uh, when it started out, but over time, it turned into. Uh, it was nice at one point to say I wanted to take a shit on a guy. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, partner. Just a big log of shit on the guy's hat. Oh wow! Like on the brim of the hat, you could take the shit on there. Yeah, okay. They enjoyed it back then. I don't know. Well, I mean that makes sense. There's no indoor plumbing, and it was a long time ago, and so they didn't really have. I mean, well, you know, now we've got iPads and stuff, and then yeah, it was nowadays, like, what do you do for fun? Nowadays, it's you take a shit on a guy, he gets all pissed off, and. Gets the cops yeah. involved and everything, and it's like, <clears throat> not even worth it. I mean, sometimes it still is worth it, probably. But yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, well, look, times have changed, so. Um, but yeah, we, we have our own spin on here, and this is basically the, you know, these are the people who were like, you know, you could do better, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you guys, look, you had your fun, all right, but it's, now it's time to sort of. I don't know. I guess, would you say pay the piper on this for some of these guys? I kind of would. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, and I'm the piper, I guess. So, uh, <laughs> who's on the dookie list uh, to start with for this week, Mike? Had to put Noam Chomsky on the dookie list uh, this week, JF. Noam Chomsky. Oh, boy. As you know, he's a fa- uh, professional linguist. Um, he's one of the actual founders of Cognitive Revolution, JF. If you're familiar with that term at all. 
Uh, yeah, so I'm sorry. You, you, I'm just going back. I'm thinking cunning linguist. I don't know if he's heard that or not. Uh, I'd love to actually sit down and talk with him about whether he's ever heard anyone say, you know, Noam, you're a very cunning linguist. Um, by the way, that means eating pussy. First off, Noam, insane name. Insane right. name to have, bro. I would, I would say that. Yeah, what him. about Jerry? Uh, that's just yeah. something. That's a name you can have. You don't have to be Noam, but that's fine. I like Noam. I don't know. I just like Noam. Yeah. He says, I, he was like, I picked it out or whatever. Right. Right. Picked out his own name. He picked out his own name, yeah. Um, Noam Chomsky, JF. Uh, I would like to get into this guy. I'm too stupid, though, you know? I picked up an audio book of uh, something or other, and the guy was like, uh, the guy narrating How'd it. you pick up an audio book? Let me ask you that. How'd you pick it up if it's an audio book? Oh, it was book? just on my phone, so I just lifted it up. Okay. That's something that Noam would like. As a cunning linguist, I think Noam would sort of like that wordplay. The, kind there, of the I, duality of those words, he would enjoy it. I think he would, yeah. Sometimes, you know, words mean some other stuff, and I think he would probably, like, sit back in his chair that's and, like, his, light a that's pipe. That's his shit, for real. That's what his whole fucking thing is. That's like getting his cowboy hat shit on to him, is how much he <laughs> loves that, you know. But this guy, you said you're his enemy now or something, you're going to... Um, yeah, uh, I don't, uh, I think he's on the Dukey list this week for, let's see here. He's, uh, uh, oh, because I looked up a pic of him and he looks like shit. He's not hot at all. Okay. He looks like dog shit, JF. Yeah. I'm, I haven't seen him. I guess I should, maybe, could I go ahead and look him up now? Do we have time? I mean, don't bother, um, don't, uh, if you, you can only, you you should only look him up if you haven't had, uh, if you're uh, on an empty stomach. Okay. Well, I have eaten, but I do have a barf bag here. Will that, <laughs> will that be okay to, to look upon his visage? Let's see. Looking at him now. Oh my God. This guy's fucking fugly, dude. Yeah. I think I just I think I just threw up in my mouth a little bit oh uh, looking at Noam Chomsky. Um, ugh. Well, that sucks for him. Sorry, he's not more of a bikini babe. Um, that would actually be awesome uh, if he was. Uh, no cap. Uh, I think it would be great if Noam Chomsky was a bikini babe. Yeah, That's if just they what could take out his if they could take out his brain and put it in like a. <sighs> I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna go there, JF. We'll get letters all day long. Well, yeah, and I'm already thinking about it. You can kind of tell I'm like mentally in the space where I'm thinking I'm about bikini babes. I just I'm with you. I'm right there with we're, you. We're locking arms. We're walking along the beach and uh, and saying oh ooh, la la at all of the babes, and that's just you know next 45 minutes or so. That's where we're gonna be. So strange episode, huh? Uh, the only other person I would uh, put on the Dookie list for this week probably is uh, Paris Hilton. Uh, Nikki Hilton, I think, is her sister's name. You know, if you remember these uh, ladies from a while ago, they were just kind of like really annoying. Um, so I was just remembering them the other day and thinking, oh, my gosh, these guys were so annoying when they were like on TV and everything. So um, that was actually a big part of my life yeah. for a while is I was pretty frustrated. By it. I had like a shirt. That had Paris Hilton on it, and she was going shopping or whatever annoying thing uh, she did. And it had, like, a big red circle with a line through it yes. to sort of show. Yes. You know, like, like, hey, whatever happened to the Bronte sisters? Now it's all the Hilton sisters. 
Um, and that was my brand for, I don't know, about seven or eight years there. So, uh, and I just haven't been able to let it go. I just really, they're so annoying to me, the yeah. Hilton. So Paris Hilton, you uh, and Noam Chomsky, I hope you enjoy each other's company. They probably got a lot to talk about considering they're both bikini babes. Um, but uh, they're together on the Dookie list, Mike. So both a couple successful of, addition. Both a couple of airheads. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that is true. What if you're reading right? a book? You know? Right. Yeah, well, you probably wouldn't even know how to pick it up, even if there was a book. Well, that was good. You should say that it's good when I say it's good, so people it, it kind of reinforces that it's, it was good. I'm nonplussed. Okay. Did you have? I'm looking. Up, did you have I'm anything else up, you wanted to do? I'm looking up what that word word means. Hang on. Surprised and confused so much that they are unsure how to react. <laughs> I guess. What's a word for like, uh, mm -hmm. like bewilderment mixed yeah. with like uh, re regret? And, uh, yeah, there's probably not. Yeah. It's called middle age, Mike. <sighs> Love it. Sorry. Love it. Sorry. Another dinger. Sorry. You know what? In, in fact, I'm so sorry. I'm going to give you an apology, Mike. Apology of the week. I could not have played any quieter. I, I could not have played that any quieter. Yeah, I didn't hear it either. Um, well, we're doing all our theme songs because we had the big theme song tournament. Out of Context YKS fella put together. And I don't think this one won. Anyways, we got an apology of the week, Mike. I wanted to say I'm sorry to won? you. Do you know who won? Did you even look at it? You inconsiderate yes. bastard. One of our biggest fans put together a, bra a bracket tournament. Got everybody involved. The hell yeah, babies. The Lydia Burrells. Everybody got together and participated in the tournament. You don't even know who won? Yes. I do know who won. Who won? Well, he goes by many names. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Yeah, who won it? I think Jesus Christ took it <laughs> home this year. Uh Kevin writes in on December 17th. Hey, Mike and JF, on the latest episode, you asked why there was a polar bear on the island in the TV show Lost. The Dharma Initiative was studying whether or not polar bears could adjust to a warm climate. I'm not sure why this is always the Lost mystery. People cite confusion over since it was explained pretty clearly. Maybe instead you could wonder why Libby was in the same psychiatric facility as Hurley. Teased at the end of season two, episode 18, and never resolved. Good job overall, though, Kevin. Then on April 11th, Kevin writes in, Unbelievable, another reference to the polar bear mystery uh, in episode 143. Again, the explanation is above. Please be more careful. So I wanted to say to Kevin, ah! Remember that? Oh, yeah, from the, yeah. From Home Alone. Yeah. Uh, so that's really all I have on that, uh, Kevin. Um, his name was Kevin in the film. So. Amazing. Now time to move on with the rest of the show, Mike, with the six pack. 
Welcome to the motherfucking six pack. Mike, let's do six Kickstarters. You're clearly done with me by this point. I don't even know. Uh, in the episode. I don't even, I don't know what the first two segments we did were. We talked about so many things in a short span of time. But that's what people want. Don't they want a lot of stuff per time? That's true. They got a lot of stuff to do these days. They really do. <laughs> so, uh, I'll do the first one. Mike, uh, I'm going to talk to you guys about something really important. It's the Banana Loca, Mike. The Banana Loca. It's a very appealing, innovative kitchen gadget. Okay? This is what the Banana Loca does. People are already imagining what the Banana Loca does. When it comes to kitchen gadgets, you're probably only thinking banana, like banana tree, like the little metal thing you can hang your bananas on in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, trying to think if there's any other one I would even have familiarity with. I don't think that there is um what we've been doing with bananas lately in the house because we have really cranked into high gear on not wasting any food um not that we make an attempt at wasting food during normal times but since we're all in the house for every meal we are trying really hard you know to eat what we've got and not to throw away stuff so the freezer is getting full of things that we're not able to make it through you know in the course of a normal week and we don't actually get through all of the bananas every week. So I've been, when the bananas get a little bit brown, I don't throw them in the, uh, I don't throw them in a, in a bread because everyone's baking bread right now. You know, hey, uh, excuse me. Uh, you know, you can buy bread at the store, right? Yes. Uh, you know, you can, uh, you actually, they have bread at the, you know. Yeah. You can go actually buy the bread at the, It's you know. called a bakery. It was invented in, like, the, you know, 1950s. It's uh, old as shit. Look it up. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you need more flour? Why don't you look in the garden where flowers, flour is, flowers is? Um, and that's just something I've been thinking about. Yeah. It's been really bothering me seeing people bake bread. It fucking makes my blood boil, actually, and I'm starting to have some violent fantasies about people who bake bread. I hate it. I hate it so fucking much. It's ruining my life. I just bought a bread um, maker. And some chunky doll over there to kick your ass in the tub. <laughs> so what I've been doing with bananas is that they get a little bit brown. I, I peel them. I put them on the cutting board. I slice them. I throw them on a, uh, you know, a pan and put them in the freezer. Let them freeze all the way. And then I throw them in the, in the plastic bag. And then I can, uh, I can open up the bag and then just eat a little treat of a frozen banana. It doesn't get all the way. It's not completely frozen solid. There's so much, you know, moisture in there. But you can just have a little treat i was thinking uh, this earlier i was like man i'm so fat i gotta go on the jesse diet i gotta shape up you know i gotta fucking fix my whole shit and then i was like oh no he was fucking miserable on that uh diet he was on and then now yeah you're like i can have a small piece of a banana anytime i want <laughs> as long as it's one time a day <laughs> i can breathe any type of air that's good for me um i like uh but the frozen fruits Frozen fruits are good. A grape? Have you ever frozen a grape and eaten the, the frozen grape? We talked about this on the fruit fucking tournament, I think. I don't remember. Well, we didn't Maybe we, we didn't did. fuck any fruit. We um, should have. Well, I think banana would have won the fruit fucking. No, uh, do we have a cantaloupe? Okay. People That's fuck specific. those. That's very specific. The banana loca is not something to fuck. Let's just get that out of the way. Okay, you don't fuck this thing. 
You don't, do you love you bananas? Don't fuck with... it. You don't put it up your ass. What is it? What do you? What are you supposed to do with this thing, JF? Yeah, if you're not <laughs> fucking it or putting it up your ass, I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, do you love bananas with peanut butter, fruit jams, or Nutella, but hate trying to spread on slippery banana slices? That is yes. I, I mean yes. that is what an insane question that is to me. Um, ever watched your kids struggle picking up the slices off the plate? Wish you didn't have to wait to get home after the gym to refuel? What? Banana Loca solves these problems by placing yummy food pairings inside the banana, all while making snack time fun and convenient. This is how it works, okay? Step one, core the banana. Step two, fill it. Okay, so step, step, three, wait, 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 wait. So step, step one, the banana is still in the uh, peel, and you're supposed to... Correct. You're supposed to jam this, uh, jam it onto this, this thing, and suck out the insides or, or whatever. And then you're supposed to fill it with the jam, and then uh, and then eat it the normal way that you would mm-hmm. eat the banana. Uh huh. That's right. Okay. Co-inventor Bicara seriously has Nutella running in his veins. Growing up, his mom used to make him bananas smashed on a pita, covered in Nutella. But wanting a low-carb option, he couldn't find a utensil to core a banana and then inject it with a thick Nutella. Banana Loca was born. Um, this is, uh, it kind of looks like a, um, the the shape of the tool looks like a Craig jig, if we've got any amateur woodworkers out there. Oh, that's going to be huge. That's going to be huge. <laughs> Well, okay. It's essentially, it's a clamp, um, and it has an area. You cut off the tip of the banana. You feed the banana into the chute. Then you shove a rod all the way through the banana, which cores it. Then uh, there's like a, uh, there's a little um, a reservoir where you can put the Nutella or peanut butter. And then there's like, almost like a Play-Doh tool. You know, you, you, you smoosh it and it shoves it through. And then, of course, it's very easy to clean after that, I'm sure. Um, and then you can have like this little, you can eat the banana like normal, peel it from the top, um, and then you've got chocolate all the way through the banana. Um, so let's talk about this. Mike, do you put anything on your banana ever? Is this anything that makes sense to you? I've done the banana and the the, pe- the peanut butter. What what if this, so this would be kind of good if it was a pe- uh, banana with the peanut butter on the inside of it frozen. It was like a, oh, that would be good, yeah. A little chip, you know. Yeah, I want to. I want to de- get a dehydrator so I can make uh, dried fruit and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that would be good. You like your little apple chips, your little mango chips, that kind of stuff, huh? I love the apple chips. See, to me, I like the moisture, baby. I would. I would like something where you can actually make them even more moist. Yeah. A humidifier for a banana? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Just a soggy mush that you're. Just yeah, just a banana, banana soup. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, this is so my kids like the banana. It's 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 a tricky thing to get your kids to eat healthy. My kids like banana and Nutella, or banana and peanut butter. Um, what we normally do with that is I slice the banana and then give them a fork and then they can dip it into the stuff on the plate and it's fine. Um, if it's just me, as I've said in the past, I'll take a spoon and I'll put some peanut butter on the spoon and then just put it on the banana and then put it in my mouth. Um, this is, uh, and then as far as saying like how you can have it on the go is very strange because the banana is the, one of the few fruits that has its own carrying case. It's the peel of the banana. So 
you don't really need. I mean, you, you've seen that shit before at the store, but I won't talk about the store. You've seen this. They, they stuff. knocked it out of the park with the peel thing, man. They were like, "That was right. That was insane." Somebody got a hell of a raise for that one. Yeah, but you've seen like individually plastic wrapped things, right? Like you've seen like an apple in a plastic clamshell, like this. Just yeah, yeah. Absolutely ridiculous packaging innovations um, to get more plastic out into the environment, which is cool. This, this to me is every bit as silly as that. I can't. One of the pictures is honey. Are you shoving honey all the way through a banana? That would be good maybe if it was frozen also. I just like, fro- I want a frozen banana, I think. So you were talking shit on my frozen banana. Now it's in your <laughs> mind. Now you're in. By the way, don't put it on with the peel. You're never going to be able to get the peel off if you freeze it with the peel on. You got to slice oh, yeah. it first, Mike. That's why I'm saying what I do is smart. What these guys do is dumb. Uh, for 20 bucks, you can get one of these. That, uh, only 300 of them are going to be available at that price. And then the real price is 25 bucks to be filling your own banana like it's a fucking donut, which is, I mean, that is completely absurd. Just eat the banana, man. I like honestly. I like this one, JF. I, I got to split with no. you here. Yeah, I think it's a very stupid product, but what a fun time you could have for, uh, for about up to nine minutes with your son or daughter or whatever. Filling a banana up with a fucking, like, juice? <laughs> That's outrageous. That's outrageous. Just eat the banana. You already have the stuff. Why does it have to be inside the banana yeah. to enjoy it? I don't know. I like a useless gadget. I like a fucking kitchen gadget, man. I can't, I can't help. What do you have that's useless? What do you, what do you, that, or what do you aspire to have that, that is useless? That part of my brain. I have a really nice juicer. Mm-hmm. It's great. A juicer Don't even, don't even use it. A really nice juicer. Um, I'm trying to think what I have that's kind of useless. Um, you know what? I have one of those fancy mandolins. Mandolins. Oh yeah, I didn't know you played. Insane fucking pull. To be able to know that it's an instrument too is like unfair. <laughs> it's actually unfair that you know that. Hey, um, you strum the you strum the Mandy, bro. <laughs> Some fucking... getting getting further away from your confidence level of knowing what the mandolin is I think you know a really sharp fucking thing where you could like slice a potato into thin slices or whatever it's yeah. actually too sharp for me to even fuck with I'm scared of it so I don't I've never used it it's terrifying to me so that's why I guess that's one of the things I I have that's that's kind of useless um, oh I bought you know what I bought one of those sous vide uh, things where you can put it in a bath and you like it cooks the meat up to the temperature and it just stays in that water bath for a while and then you can grill it or whatever. Yeah, that was um, huge for you last year or something like that, right? Last year. Yeah. For that. I need to pull it out again. It's actually good. It gets you some good meat going. If you're a big grill head like myself, that's a sous vide is a good useless thing to do. But anyways, banana loca, Mike, they want uh, they want eight grand and they got 8,209, 109 backers, 26 days to go. Mike, I think they're going to be... Uh, they're already in the money. How much are they going to get? Here's how easy it is to core and fill your banana with banana loca. Take the banana and cut off the tip. Next, you're going to use the holder to straighten the banana. The core goes into the center. And at the end, you're going to give a little twist to break off that core. Go ahead and cover and remove. 
We have this plunger cleaner here for you to be able to remove the center of the banana. And next, we're ready to fill. I'm using Nutella to fill my banana loca, but you can enjoy with a variety of food pairings from peanut butter, jams and jellies, yogurt, honey, and even fluff. Whatever you desire, you're going to want a couple tablespoons of the filling to go into the hopper. Take the lever, press it down, until you see the filling come out of the very tip of the nozzle there. Take your cord banana, insert it in the end, and let the filling do its job and push the banana out as you push down. And that's it. That is fucking vile to see in action. That's really nasty. <laughs> All right. It was, it was kind of sexual, wasn't it? It absolutely was. They shot that in a very sexual way, you know. All right, Mike, that's the banana loca. That thing is popping off. Holy what, shit. Like, what purpose was her uh, titty out? Made no sense whatsoever. That was weird, yeah. Well, I'm going to move these units. Uh, hygiene machine gun, JF hygiene machine gun, an EDC everyday carry door opener. EDC mm-hmm. uh, tool to open doors and touch areas. We have a we have a uh, influx of these products nowadays, JF, where people are saying, "I don't want the coronavirus. I want to avoid getting it by purchasing a small tool online." Yeah, that's interesting, and it it does seem like it would be against the law for you to sell your body parts, Mike. <laughs> but I guess I I was. You can't take a break, brother. You leave me an opening, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick it in there like a knife from a doll's hand, you know. So anyway, this is a uh, this is a thing that's uh, like all these other goddamn things. People are trying to make a goddamn quick buck, JF. Whatever happened to putting in an honest day's work? You know, I'm actually not sure. In the podcast minds, like everybody else. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> Hat podcast lung, JF. <laughs> this is a thing where it's, it's shaped like a, a, star, a star Trek phaser. You ever seen that show with uh, Captain Kirk and the guy with the uh, funny ears on? Yeah, set phasers to stun. How about no? I'm setting them to the other thing. You know what I'm saying? So this is like a, uh, it has a, it's a, it's a, it's shaped like a gun. But it has a uh, like a finger pointer thing on the end of it. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know. People don't want this uh, Corona uh, virus. I say. I say, bring it on. Give it. I, give it to me. I'll take a little. I'm bit. I'm noticing that. Yeah, I've I've actually been picking up the, on that as well. People seem loath to become infected by disease. Um, it's like okay. You know what it you was. Know. You know what it was. I think it was the hmm. the media uh, talking about how everybody was dying of it. Probably. And put off everybody from getting it. Bummer. You would have to imagine that had some kind of influence on the way people are looking at this. And that's what that's what we mean when we say, look, you know, watch some other media. And maybe there's one out there that says it's good to get this. So just open up your ears, you know, don't, you know, don't buy into the first thing you hear. Because a lot of times that's the worst thing. And plus, this is a machine gun. This is like a... So this thing folds out into... Do you see this shit? It folds out into like a phone stand and like a Nintendo Switch stand for some fucking reason, you know? 
But it's like this, all these other. This looks like a. This looks fake. Looks like all the. I mean, it's all like all these other uh, things. You're still touching the thing and putting your, you know, hands all over everything. How is it not? Uh, I don't know, Jay. Well, the the other all of the other ones seem to have followed the same basic formula, which is like a like a like a hook, like a piece of copper or yeah. stainless steel that has like a little notch in it where you can say, okay, I'm going to turn the knob. I'm going to turn a circular knob. I'm going to turn a door handle and I can like use it to interact with a button or whatever. This one is a little more stylized in the sense that it is like, it's like plastic. It's, a, <laughs> it's, it's plastic. It's a, it's shaped vaguely like a gun. It has like a latch that comes off of the top that has this nub on the inside uh, that you can use to uh, operate a button. And then the back of it is L-shaped so that you can, like you said, hold a switch or hold a phone or whatever, which seems like two things in one. I don't know that. I'm not sure that those need to be the same thing. Why wouldn't Why uh, wouldn't you just spray hand sanitizer on the door that you're about to touch and then sanitize your hands afterwards or wash your fucking hands? Why do you have to have a, a little phaser gun that mm-hmm. doubles as a goddamn Nintendo Switch holder or something like that? Why do just be fucking normal. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fucking sit there and try to grab a, a claw at the uh, the fucking gas station restroom uh, doorknob with your fucking right. $27 uh, 3D printed door handle grabber, you fucking moron. I guess I'm prepared to look stupid well after the fact when we find out the main mode of transmission has been touching elevator buttons, but... My my thought on this, from what I have heard so far, is that it seems to be uh, just in the air. When you breathe the air around other people who do have it, you are going to have an elevated chance of being infected by the virus. I don't know that it's necessarily because you touched a door handle that, that from some that someone else touched who who had it. I maybe that's I guess that's possible. I guess I would just say if you were going to think about everything you have touched in an average day and do it with a small nub uh, out of a plastic machine gun, then you are, you are actually going to go insane because you know, you get a delivery, you're going to wipe down. We talked about grapes earlier. You're going to wipe down every single grape. You're not going to, I don't think you're going to do well on that. It would take you, it would take you all day. Well, yeah. How many grapes are in a bunch? A thousand. (laughs) How many could that be? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, this is not, I have not, I am very paranoid. I'm not leaving the house. Yeah. I'm not bu- buying anything I don't need to buy. I'm not, uh, you know, whatever. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm being very cautious. I'm not licking a handrail or whatever people were doing for a while that I guess all those guys are dead. But, uh, but every time something is in a box, I don't wipe down the box. You know, I don't, uh, like you said, I'm touching something. I'm washing my hands. I don't know. I th- I think that seems to probably to be a good level of uh, cautious about this, but yeah, I'm not in elevators either, so I don't know. I would say just maybe don't go in an elevator if you can help it. Right? But wouldn't you? Would don't you think being in an elevator is worse than touching the elevator button? Uh, I mean, it's all bad, you know, going anywhere. Yeah, you got to stay inside. I haven't left the house in six months. Yeah, well before the. Well, before the thing. Okay, well. Some people thrive like that. 
Mike, how much does this one have? Are any of these things going to get made? Do you think any of these uh these little t- these little devices that you use to interact with your environment? I think uh I don't know the the images are all photoshopped to hell and um, yeah this thing doesn't actually exist yet yeah I don't have I don't have a lot of faith in it but uh, I mean I think if you if you back this you get what you deserve you're fucking colossal fool yeah but then again you know JF people are just trying to stay safe so you can't really blame them do you have a fucking belief that you'd like to do you have a fucking not, bone not, in your body that you'd like all. to I, not at okay. all I don't believe in anything I've ever said all right ever it's a, it's amazing yeah. how I mean just spineless yeah you really are all right, Mike, let's do something else. Let's do the Cherry, the smart app-controlled coffee maker. So many people are drinking coffee these days, you'd, you'd have to almost assume these guys are hooked on this stuff. Uh, looks like this che- one, it looks like Cherry's getting in on the ground floor of this wave, JF. They've, of coffee. They've launched a Kickstarter. They're not messing around. I think uh, it's hard to time the market, but if, if you could... If you could do that, this would be that. Um, Cherry looked at looked at the landscape and said, you know, people are drinking coffee, but what they might like is a coffee maker that had no buttons. Ah, and the whole boardroom said, aha, you know, that's terrific. Um, that's because this one is app-controlled, guys. Gone are the outdated LCD screens and overcomplicated button panels. Cherry is a coffee maker designed around simplistic operation, and I would add parenthetically around uh, looking like the Netflix logo. Um, in clean, timeless design without sacrificing functionality and features. Our app allows the device to remain clean and simple at the same time, allows for greater configuration, quick and easy setup, and scheduling features. So you've got this, it's, it's a very bare bones, I mean, this also does look 3D printed to me. Um, it's a very bare bones coffee maker. It's got a platform. It's got a, you know, a reservoir, a water tank tube on the side. And then it's got the the brew uh, the brewing top there, and on the top of that it has a travel mug lid storage. So I guess they're selling their own mug. I don't know, or maybe that's something else. Um, so this is really uh, hmm. it says that the interface can be updated because it's an app versus an interface that will become outdated. And and for that purpose, it shows like the very standard. This looks to me what like like a Cuisinart coffee maker where it's got the little LCD clock on it. It's got the buttons that say normal or heavy, and it's got the, I don't know, grind or something on there. All the different buttons you press to make coffee. And they really hate that shit. They hate that there were buttons on the thing. Um, and they want you to have your phone uh, to do all the buttons instead of the coffee maker itself, which I would I would argue presents some problems. Mike, I don't know. What do you think about that? Uh, so it's just, it's just a, I mean, it's annoying because who needs another, you're not, you're not, you know, doing anything different with this coffee maker. There's app connected coffee makers. There's there's a dadgum app connected microwave for Pete's sake, JF. Um right. but you're not I mean you're why well it just seems unnecessary, wholly unnecessary to, to make this. It's we're not we're not don't coffee get... people. I'm not you don't even drink no. the stuff anymore. You're into the Mountain Dew uh yeah. gamer uh com or whatever the hell you're drinking. Well, it's Mountain Dew Amp Game Fuel, so you have to refer to it. 
Isn't it like isn't it like Blackberry Twist or Blackberry Buzz or something like that? Some that would be good. Stupid shit like that. Write it on a letter and send it, it to like them. I think fucking, they'd listen to that. All their drinks have like six names. Yeah, I think it's like like charged watermelon storm or something like that. <laughs> but it's good. I like that. That's shit. so cool, dude. But when it runs out, I won't. I won't get any more. So it's fine. But uh, this is uh, this is pretty crazy to me. Yeah, like you said, you have an app thing already. And and you also have, I I I don't know that a coffee maker and maybe other people have opinions on this. I know that there's more complexity in coffee makers like pour over and like the pressure you use and all that kind of stuff. And let let's forget espresso for the time being. I'm not sure that a coffee maker needs to be any more technologically advanced than having a timer on it. That seems like maybe the absolute pinnacle of what you need. I don't know. From a coffee I don't know. machine. I don't know. You remember the guy who was, kept uh, sending us pics of his coffee set up and it was more and more elaborate, like a Rube Goldberg well, machine? Well, that's, that's elaborate, but that's not technologically complex, right? That's that doesn't, have, that doesn't have technical features added to it. That's just like a different method of making coffee. I'm saying like as far as something that plugs in, yeah. what else do you need the plug-in thing yeah, I get you. Do. Well, the the thing about like an interface getting out, it's like, what do you what do you want on there? What do you want on in an interface for a coffee maker? You want the fucking the weather, or right, right? Like, what do you yeah, what do you expect? It's a bit, it's a bit like it's, the smart mirrors that are always people's little DIY projects where they make a smart yeah. mirror. And it's like, damn, you can look at the weather on your mirror. I'm like, okay, that's a fun project for someone to do. Now I know what the weather is. Thanks, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm sitting on the fucking couch. <laughs> what do I give a shit? <laughs> the uh, like, for instance, for instance, OK, on a normal coffee machine on almost like a like maybe one notch above what you get in a shitty hotel coffee machine, you can change the brew strength. You can say I want normal or extra. Those things are and fucking pieces of shit, huh? Those so, fucking yeah, coffee suck. makers, what do they cost, like $5 or something in there? They're really bad. Insanely bad pieces of equipment in the hotels. They're basically cardboard. <laughs> um, but this one has a sliding, uh, this uh, this app has a slider on it where you can go for, I mean, essentially infinite levels of brew strength are available to you. <laughs> I do not think that you are going to get that much more out of that. And it's it's a, it's almost like, you know, like reviewing like a game or a movie and instead of doing out of five or ten even, you're like, I'm doing this out of a hundred. Are you really going to know the difference between a 99.5 and a 99.7 for the next fucking Final Fantasy game? Does that really register for you as any kind of like noticeable? I mean, that's just ridiculous. And I guess it does say that, you know, it's got different schedules for different days of the week. I don't know that you need a whole new machine for for that process. And, uh, you know, I think you could probably just set a timer on a normal one and it'll go off and then it'll stay warm when you get up. I don't know, man. I've never had a I've never had a, uh, t- a timer one. I don't I don't I don't. I don't know. I just don't drink coffee on a regular basis. I'll have some. No, but, but well, for me, out. even if I. Even if I did and I was like, I need my coffee first thing in the morning, I still don't think it would be strong enough for me to set a timer. I would just get up and make it. Yeah. Because it takes seriously, I mean, really, how long does it take? If you're doing normal shitty style coffee of pouring the ground beans into the filter, 
and then putting the water in there, assuming it's out of water for that day, and then closing it and then letting it brew. Does that, what is it, like one minute from start to finish? This is the shit that people, I mean, we should save this shit for the Patreon because this is, this is the type of shit that people would pay for, just our back and forth. Our kind of witty uh, repartee on uh, coffee maker settings and stuff like that. Well, I think what we're actually doing is heroic because a lot of people are bored right now. So it's actually good to hear someone say some dumb shit to them while they're bored. I like we joke a lot on the show. Not that often, though. But we are like the first responders and like, rushing into because we didn't waste time after coronavirus hit. We went right to the I guess to the uh, discord and recorded what? an episode. Charged, Did we though? Charged right in. Well, we had. There was a couple days later, but because we we weren't we don't we record on Sundays, and I think it was on like a Wednesday or something. So. Yeah, it was several days later, and it's like also we like didn't want to do it either. You know, like we had to like, and much like the firefighters probably didn't want to walk up the steps. First off, a lot of steps. Ooh, yeah, insane right. amount of steps because the elevators were fucking busted. Yeah, well, also, they didn't want to touch them. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day. 900 bucks um, out of 37,000 on this one. Yeah, uh, eight backers, 38 days to go. This thing seems like a hunk of shit to me personally. Uh, 100 bucks gets you this thing early, and 115 gets it to you, you know, whenever the fuck they eventually do it. Uh, this is C4P. It says... Our capabilities extend beyond just solar technology and products. We also have extensive experience in project management. Not only do we develop renewable energy products, but we also manage projects implementing renewable energy systems in residential, commercial, and industrial environments. Have an idea but need some help bringing it to production? C4P Incorporated will help you develop your idea so you can get it out in the market. Um, that sounds like the kind of person I would want to make my coffee machine. Oh, my God. So. Shut up. You know? Yeah. Guy talks forever. Yeah, that's right. I oh. like that one. I can't believe you trashed it. What are you doing? I thought it had a lot of parts. What are you doing? <laughs> what is this? Doing like a new thing where I fucking hate it. Amico, Amico is a, a game system, JF, by the uh, Intellivision company. Now you've heard of Intellivision. They were a video game console manufacturer in the nineteen. Uh, Early 1900s, I believe. Okay, that seems too early, but go on. Mid to late, mid 1900s, okay. mid to 1970s, yeah. 80s ish. Okay, sure. And uh, so they're back in the game. Uh, the guys who made the uh, the old game system there, they're coming out with a new one called the Amico. What what fucking website is this? What yeah, website did this you is, send me? This on? is fig.co. Now we've never I've never seen this before in my life, but uh, fig.co is apparently something where um, they put up like a goal and they say the goal this goal whatever it is is the amount expected to be needed to complete the development of the game slash hardware for commercial release, as estimated by Fig and the studio. It excludes any other sources of funding available to the studio. The, the total only includes contributions made during the campaign. So, I guess like I don't know. What, I guess like I, don't know what I guess this like is. this website 
is like a crowdfunding place, but they also front some money for like the campaigns. Well, I clicked on the about page and it says Fig joins Republic. Okay. So Fig and Republic are together. Fig and so Republic, good. finally. Two great tastes that taste <laughs> great together. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. It says Psychonauts 2 on here. I've heard of that. Uh, Pillars of Eternity 2. I've heard of that. That's by Obsidian. What does that have to do with Fig? Oh, okay. I see. Oh, this is very simple. Fig provides the developer with development advances from its working capital. Oh. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. They front some of the money, like I fucking said. You didn't believe me, so you had to. Well, look, it says when games successfully complete campaigns on Fig are developed and start selling, the developer, Fig, and holders of Fig game shares or other similar Fig securities all share in the sales receipts from the game. So if you have some Fig securities uh -huh. and a game sells, you can get some. You're investing in the... That's what's up. And then you can invest in the Amico, JF, by Intellivision Entertainment. Okay. Well, I'm not going to be doing that, but okay. Intellivision was, uh, as you know, is a, is a, was a home video uh, console released by Mattel Electronics in 1979, JF. Okay. Um... Anyway, this is a, a game system, and it looks so like... So we've nailed down when it came out. So what else is there about this? <laughs> and wasn't I right about that? Mid to late 70, 80s or whatever I said? Mid to late? I don't think you said that. So this is the Amico, uh, and it looks like shit, I think. I think it looks like shit. Well, what does it look like? To me, it looks like an extremely advanced remote for a ceiling fan. Yeah, um, we're like to it, so the the console is a uh, kind of shape. Is this JF? What kind of what kind of shape? Oh are you boy, gonna we're gonna that? a parallelogram. We're gonna sound so stupid when people see what this shape is. Oh my god, we don't know. I don't, we know, don't know a lot of shapes. We don't know fucking shapes, dude. We need to go back to kindergarten for real. We're so goddamn stupid. But it's yeah. a there's a box type uh, console base to it, and in and inside the top inlay two controllers now these controllers look like two ipod touches or, or ipod uh whatever's with the, the, the scrolling wheel. ones yeah whatever one yeah. i was and this is like uh, innovative on their part uh the games that they have are like all family friendly rated e for everyone they're they're remakes of old and television titles they're um got atari stuff on here too looks like yeah it seems like uh it would it would be like i mean I kind of like it, but it looks like shit. Your problem is with the visual design of this thing. Yeah, I think it looks like garbage. And they say they say on the they talk about that they they were like uh, the Amico is design is intentional. Amico is the only console on the market that provides one hundred percent family friendly content, a simple to use system, high quality games, and games designed for every type of gamer, including young old casual and hardcore we are different and we want our console to let people know that right away but it looks like goddamn shit i think that's my opinion it does have a certain throwback design that i don't know has aged especially well um sort of a retro futurism mike i i guess i would say on this my problem with it is that uh, all of the games suck so that would just <laughs> sort of be my note is that yeah. i don't want to play these I don't think anyone wants to play these games except for you guys uh, who made this thing, which is fine, and you're entitled to that. I just there. I think there is a reason that even among gamers, maybe in television, did not have maybe the 
the huge amount of support that would require a retro game console to be relevant a couple years after their retro game consoles uh, were very popular. Because what, what what did we have? You had the, what were they called? The NES, the SNES, the, the Sega one was a bomb. The I classic think. What, what were, yeah, the NES classic or whatever. Now, for a while, they were so popular that you could not find them anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. And they had all the ripoffs. You could go to the mall and there would be the ripoff one there with the bootleg Mario and a hundred other bootleg games. Um, then let's see what else was there. Then the Genesis one came out and it sucked because it didn't have any of the good, good, the good games on it or something. Uh, then they did, uh, they actually did do an Atari one. I think we've talked about it on here. They did the Atari one, uh, which I think was a boondoggle probably. Um, and you know, during this time where people are staying inside and, and playing video games and looking for stuff to do. I have not heard a single person say, thank God I have my NES Classic that I can play whenever I want. No one's doing that, right? I think. I mean, starting like a hardware game console like, out of nowhere. <laughs> and with all these like, it's a family-friendly console. So their their market is the casual gamer, but they also make like caveats for like hardcore gamers. And But what they do, the, what, what separates the, the console, I guess, from every other console is they do... Along with their family-friendly stuff, every game has like a in-game handicap. So if you're like winning by like a lot of points or something, the game will compensate and let the guy who's losing like be better at the game. They'll slow down like the guy who's winning and stuff. <laughs> so no one gets their like feelings hurt. Maybe that's taking it a little too far. But I, think- I will say that. I think it's a. I think it's a good idea. I think it's a. There's a. I, yeah. You can tell there's a lot of like heart in the project or whatever. But uh, I mean, it looks looks bad to me. This this is the quintessential difference between like a passion project for a competent enthusiast and a marketable commercial product for me. I think um, this is this is cool. This does fit a niche of like uh, I do want to play games with my kids, but I'm so much better than they are. Yeah at essentially everything that it's like, except for maybe pooping in my pants and I don't know, I may have actually surpassed them in that recently, but I, I, I want to play with them. And you know, if there isn't an aspect of a game that keeps them within grasp, then yeah, it is going to be like uh, dad wins again. Like if we, if we pull up Mario Kart, I'm going to take these fools to school and Mario Kart actually does have that rubber banding, right? Where it's like the person in last place gets the blue shell and everybody gets mad. Mm -hmm. Um, and I still win easily because I'm so good. But that game is fun, actually. Whereas, I'm going to play the video. What are some of the games that are on here? Let's see. My name's Tommy Tellerico. I've been in the video game. Oh, he's got a lot of Spider-Man stuff. That's kind of a red flag for me. Most video games come to find. Can we just see some games? Of the entire home video game market. Okay, wow, this is. But then. Birthday families. Really I personally am a mom of three young kids, and to me, I'm really worried about what my children should be exposed to. Okay, I know. Solitary. I already know. <laughs> we have sports and recreation. Okay, here we go. Original IP. There we go. Are rated E for everyone. All of our games are $9.99 or less. Now we have over 40 games being worked on right now, and we divide them into five separate categories. We have sports and recreation original IPs, edutainment and kids, dice, board, card, casual games, and 
retro reimagined. Okay, we here we go. We got all of the retro video games, bringing back all the greatest video games with new graphics and sound and adding in multiplayer so everyone... So we got Night Stalker. We have original IPs, which are based around our completely unique controllers. Oh my God, this guy loves Think to talk. Think about this. Everybody now has a screen on their controller. So a game like Texas Hold'em, okay. you can have the flop on the main television screen and everybody has their two cards on their controller. This is unbelievable. Never before. Finally catching up with I, playing card technology. <laughs> right? I mean, that's it. that seems... I mean, God bless the guy. He seems like nice as fuck, but I mean, that seems... Yeah. Like, not like a strong selling point to me to to play. You could finally play fucking Texas Hold'em the way that it was right. kind of sort of meant to be played. This is also, the games on here, look, they didn't mention all the games for whatever reason. I don't know why they didn't. But uh, there's, like a, there's like a shark where you're like playing as a shark. There's like a, a game that looks like Galaga. Um I mean that's the that's the level of stuff we're talking about here. I I think there's a lot of stuff about this that is cool, you know. Yeah. Um, but I don't ultimately think people are going to be into. Here's here's the deal with retro games, okay? Basically, if it's not Mario, nobody gives a fuck. And even Mario is kind of a stretch as to whether or not people are going to give yeah. a fuck about Mario. They'll care about it for you know? five minutes. I got a dip. That's what everybody says when they come over. They, I, I got a dip. I'm not really into. The, I just came over to give you the weed. I gotta go. You know, I'm not really down to okay. down to play like your ROM hacks of Mario, where he's wearing like a fucking jacket. I don't really. I don't care about that. I have to leave. And I'm like, the jacket is cool, but I there's a lot of other stuff I had to do today. It's the jacket from Drive. Yeah, I see it. I actually just uh, this is my big work. Did day. you see I Drive today? <laughs> I've seen. I think I saw it once. Um, and Mario looks cool in the coat, but, uh, you know, for a hundred bucks, a hundred dollar refundable deposit towards the $249 VIP edition or the 279 VIP edition vintage wood grain, uh, you get the two controllers, six games, um, a golden ticket gift card. I don't know what that is. I would like, um, I would like to have it. I would like to, I would like to own one because I like, okay. I like the curiosity of having it. I have, uh. Uh, when I had a Dreamcast, I had the Seaman game, and that was uh, fun because it had all the little peripheral, the little microphone or whatever. I like a. That's what this is. Yeah, this this is actually the little. Uh, what was that called with the Dreamcast VM, that would go VMU, along with? VMU, yeah. Yeah, that's that. That's what this is. Yeah, kind of like a VMU and a no- Nokia phone had sex or something. It was looked like, but uh, yeah. I would have gotten the. Which uh, that can't happen, right? I don't think so. No, that. They're okay. inanimate objects. They don't have okay. reproductive organs or something. Is that, was that I'd serious? Like to see that, was that a serious question? I I just I have to look up something later. <laughs> so I uh, I would have gotten the the Ouya. Was that how it's uh, pronounced or whatever? I would have gotten I that don't too. Know. I like Ouya. Yeah. I like little gadgets. You know. I like fucking like I said. I like the kitchen gadgets. I like I like having a little. I'm I'm a bastard. I like having all the little com- uh, electronics that I complain about all the time. I'll tell you what, this is what I think about us. This is a good way to think about me and Mike. If we were 50% more organized, we would be those guys who watch unboxing videos. Oh, yeah. That's pretty much where we're at. Because we like tech, we like the little gadgets and stuff, but we're also like pigs. So we can't do the like, Mm -hmm. ooh, and here I'm, I'm unwrapping the little wire and look how nice it is or whatever the fuck. Like we can't do that. We can't get into it that much, but we do like the shit. Like getting a new thing and looking at it and playing with it and then discarding it or whatever. That's 
you know, that's consumer culture. That's what we're kind of into a little bit. And it also sucks. So that's why you can't pay $300 for some games from like 1978 uh, where like a little a little guy runs across the screen and goes, yippee, when you like pop a balloon. You can't be doing that. <laughs> you can't be doing that. You got to have some entertainment value. 300 bucks. I mean, 300 bucks is what, that's what a Switch costs, right? That's what a PlayStation 4 costs, right? Yeah, 300 bucks ain't chunk change. That's real. That's real money. You know? That's real money. You can get a lot of bananas, whatever, for that thing. Um, well, so they have some amount of money, but we don't know how Fig works. But it says forty five thousand nine hundred bucks of a one dollar goal. So they nailed yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't understand how the how this how the funding system works on this. I was looking at this earlier. No, it's completely a mystery to me how this works. But they're investors. It's not so they. I mean, they do seem to have done something good in the sense of. They have made it clear that this is not a store. Yeah. Or they at least tried to delineate between what a store is and what, you know, investing in a potential project might be. But, you know, who knows what the back end of this stuff looks like. But uh, it does say invest or pre-order. You have two separate buttons, invest or pre-order. So for investing, uh, well, it says pre-orders pledge to pay the developer a certain amount of money to receive their choice of the rewards described on this page. Only includes pre-orders who participated during the campaign. Or you can invest and give them money and then you get returns. Uh, it says probably in quarter four of 2020. So 250 bucks is one share of the Amico uh, from Fig. And then it has like a little chart of what you could possibly get paid off. So if they sell $7,352,941 in direct hardware and $4.9 million indirect hardware, $12 million in game, then Fig gets $4.4 million and you get $125 return on your $250 share. Um, in order for them to pay you out three times what you put in, so, so a total of $750, 300% ROI, Mike. Mm -hmm. They would need to sell a total of uh, $150 million worth of hardware and games. That's all the more incentive for to get the word out. Be your own marketing squad on this. Just get out there and kind of just push the product and make it happen. Right. Yep. Be your own boss. I would love to be my own boss. So You tell t three, t three people and then, and then they tell three people, you know? Sure. So you kind of build like a, a power triangle of marketing. Yeah. Um, that's cool. That's actually interesting. I would like to check that site for more stuff. Um, a better aesthetic than Kickstarter, at least on that website. Um, let me do my last one, Mike. It's called Cats Against Carol. This is an unofficial Tiger King inspired card game compatible with Cards Against Humanity. Now, people are all cooped up. They're playing board games. They're They're streaming Netflix. They are... You know, what if you combine those things into playing a game and stream Netflix at the same time? Mm -hmm. um, that could be absolutely insane. They should also make this about baking bread. I believe people would absolutely lose their shit if you could bake bread and watch movie TV and then also play game at the same time. That is sort of the crown jewel of what I expect to come down the pike here soon. But for now, we've just got the big two, Cats Against Carol. Mike, it's another Cards Against Humanity expansion pack because we are really using up all of our Cards Against Humanity. You know, it's people don't want to hear this, but that's actually a finite resource. 
This is, I got to take issue with what you said there, JF. This isn't just another Cards Against Humanity clone. This is, like you said, inspired by the Tiger King television show, the story of the crazy guy who wanted to kill his neighbor or something. Mm-hmm. Do you watch? Yeah. Do you watch it? I've seen some of it. What, is that, what does that mean? You fucking it. watched episode like three and then episode like nine or what'd you? Well, I mean, I watched them. I, well, I watched them in order. So I saw, I think I saw episodes one through three and then I just, you know, I got busy. Got busy. It's like a half hour. Well, it's not. They're actually very long, but I had to bake some bread. So I, I, <laughs> I couldn't circle back. Cats against Carol. Uh, do your, uh, do your t- best tiger king impression jf i want to hear it you, you do it all the time in private and i'm putting i okay. know i'm putting you on the spot here by asking you to a per- little bit kind of perform for everybody but go ahead and yeah do your impression of the tiger king <clears throat> from netflix's tiger king uh okay go ahead hey everyone do you want to come inside i'm baking some bread for everybody and i thought it would be good to do to bake bread god damn it i'm carol baskin god damn it <laughs> Oh, Carol, it's so, so nice to see good. you. We're so good. We're so good. This podcast is so good. We're so good. <laughs> we're, we're really good. Having a um, fucking mental breakdown. Uh, Cats against Carol. So, you know, you got the black card that has, like, the prompt, and then you got the white card that's the answer. You got to make the funnies on this one. Here's an example. I will never financially recover from blank. And then you could put in there that bleep. Carol Baskin, you could put that in there. Yes. Um, that would be funny. Those are two things from the show. We hear it's Carol's birthday next month, and we are shipping her blank. JF, go ahead with that one. How about wearing only cat prints to hide your shame? That doesn't really doesn't fit. Really the... fit. That one doesn't really fit. Let's do a redo uh, on that one. Okay, give me give me the prompt again. We hear it's Carol's birthday next month, and we're shipping her blank. That bitch, Carol Baskin. Yeah, they only have two sample cards on here, and we're not going to make so, any up. So, kind of tough. Yeah, I've only seen three epis, so it would be tough for me to go back. Um, uh, for five bucks, you can print this shit off and do it in your own house for whatever fucking reason, if you're crazy. Um, you could also give them 15 bucks. They'll send you one, gang. Uh, 20 bucks, you get a handwritten card, and then there's more uh, bullshit they'll put in the box after that. Um, it's only going to be 30 cards set. Um, if you hit the stretch goals, they're going to get as high as 50 cards, which I think might last upwards of six minutes of fun. Wait, there's 30 cards total, so there's 15. Like, until you repeat one, there's you only have... Let's do the math. I'm actually not... When they say 30 cards, do they mean... Do they mean... They do, actually. It means 22 response cards and eight prompt cards. Well, you get five more cards as the, if they hit their stretch goals, right? So five they'll, more, they'll make five, five, more, five more, more cards. Five more, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. It's 500 bucks for five cards. So one card is worth $100 is what you're telling me. That's what the... Just remembering something from the show and saying it with a blank on That's it. That's how yeah. much your time costs to fucking... <laughs> to remember a show. <laughs> 22 and 8. So 8 response, I mean, 8 cards with blanks on them. And one of them is we hear it's Carol Baskin's birthday next month and we are shipping her blank. That's one of the 8. And the other one makes 2. So we've already given you 25% of the cards that you will get in this thing and you could just write it down if you wanted. All right. 
That's that's absolutely that's mental. Come on. The guy's name is Tim who did this. Come on, Tim. Dude. You can't. You can't. Yeah, I don't think so, Tim. That's good. From that show. Mike, what's your last one? From that show with that coke head. <laughs> <laughs> the last one I have, JF, is called Body. You'll have to be more specific. Body. Slam on drugs. Uh, yeah, and just how, I guess, ubiquitous they are. Just everybody in Hollywood is doing them, huh? So that's kind of what I was, yeah. It sounds, I mean, it sounds fun. Uh, yeah, it sounds like, it sounds like actually their lives are pretty good over there, yeah. Body language is a temporary sound wave tattoo with sound. Tell the one you love, keep strong, stay, stay safe. So this is a, this is like a temporary tattoo that goes on your, uh, your arm there. Uh-huh. How long have you not seen your family, lover, and friends during the quarantine? Even if you often video chat, there's no way to accompany them. I mean, what is that? What does that even mean? That's just, I think, maybe a, a, a lack of familiarity with English, almost, it seems like. That's a weird company. It just means be with them, yeah, I think is what they're trying to say in a different... Anyway, this technology already exists where they can put... Yeah, so the the temporary tattoo is made by a company, Inkbox, um, mm-hmm. who just, I guess you send them, like, an image and they turn it into a tattoo. But this uh, this this person wants to print out, like, a waveform... And make it into a temporary tattoo of you saying whatever. Well, no, not quite. I don't think it's saying whatever. I think it's just it's not the even thing customizable. That, this is this is outrageous. I believe this is the combination of two technologies that already exist. One, which is the Inkbox temporary tattoo shipping service. The other, which is Google's ability to read a a wave file like it's a barcode i thought it was and i thought it was custom that's so that's so much funnier than than why I, it doesn't seem to be does it that's so where funny. does it say anything about that it just says um you can use your mobile phone to scan the tattoo hear a message through the phone keep strong say stay safe and here's the video oh i'm just absolutely blown away keep strong stay safe isn't that awesome <laughs> i'm just blown away by that it's so funny Keep strong, stay safe. I mean, imagine the Google man saying that to you after, you know, weeks of, like, waiting for this process. Digging through the trash for him. You stumble upon a a can of peaches, like you're in fucking Cormac McCarthy's The Road or something. You're just fucking trudging along and everything's covered in ash and you... Mm Mm-hmm. Take one last look at your cell phone as it's about to die and... It says, keep strong, stay safe. That's pretty keep cool. Keep strong, <laughs> stay safe. And then I go, oh, yeah, I should. That's, That's pretty good. good. Well, one of a thousand, one backer, 12 days to go. That's, uh, so That's much, not what I needed to get me through this. So, I don't much, think. so much more stupid than I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the show. Also, uh, so that's the six pack. That's the show. Let's uh, let's read an email, Mike, and get the bleep out of here. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna talk to Mike and JF. You're gonna wanna call eight zero two three five nine piss. Send them something at their mailing address. Five four four West Main Street two zero nine Gallatin. 
Tennessee 37066. They got a G-Man. It's the name of the ship. Twitter's at your Kickstarter and that's it. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna let them know you exist. Leave a little message for Mike and JF. YKS pod on Instagram for grill pics. Alright, Mike. Was that the one that won the contest? I don't know. I didn't look at it. I gotta pee, so okay. let's fucking hurry this up, huh? Charles writes, Dear Mike and JF, do you guys like heavy metal? I love the show. Keep up the good work if you possibly can. Thank you, Charles. Let's talk about this. Do you like heavy metal? Well, let's see. Do you mean the uh, manga? Or do you mean Mm. the music genre? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, Charles, you're going to have to write back in and clarify, but I guess we can answer both. Uh, Mike, you go first, and then I'll say the opposite in sort of a funny way of just like being like a contrarian a little bit i like uh i like heavy metal it had uh john candy in it and there was some uh titties in it as well so uh heavy metal you get the thumbs up from me uh i hated it i thought it sucked i didn't think there were any titties in it uh now let's do uh music do you like uh do you like metal i don't know you 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 do like country um you do like um you do like you're sort of an acid rap guy uh (laughs) I don't know that I've heard you listen to a lot of metal, though, but you do like, um, well, I'm going to mess up the genres. I don't know enough about the genres. You like hardcore music, but that's not heavy metal, though. That's different, right? I like all kinds of music, JF. And this is what I feel. Oh. This feels like a, one of those Twitter questions. It's like, what What did you, what was your social security number in 19? Yeah. One got to go. Whatever. But uh, I listen to all kinds of stuff. I don't just listen to. Uh, female rappers like some other people I know. I listen to okay. I listen to a bit of heavy metal. I listen to old music. You know, I like uh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Okay, if you like heavy metal, name one of their songs. Got it. Oh, you really do have a back scratch. We're here to rock, rock all night. We're some rocking boys. Okay. Rock, rock, rock. So it sounds like no. <laughs> Those are pretty much. Those are all the only ones I can think of. Off the, those are the albums. Now, if you wanted to do individual no, tracks, no, don't. Why? Why bother now? Mike doesn't Rock like heavy by, metal. There's not enough titties in it. Rockabye baby. They covered that one. Hey guys, I was just listening to uh, episode one forty three. And um, Jesse said that when he picks voicemails, he tries to pick ones that give you guys something to jump off of. So here's uh, my suggestion for that. The Golden Gate Bridge. Love you guys. You fucked up. It was supposed to go at the beginning, stupid ass. Dumb asshole. Now, what are we, we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, I got nothing on that now. Maybe next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for nothing, schmuck.